Okay. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to an episode of Melanated and Educated. I'm your host, Destiny, and today I'm here with... Monet. Ah! Monet, what are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about self-care and mental health. Oh my gosh, so important. Such a genius idea. You're so incredible. Yeah. I'm just- <laughs> the yeah is so funny. Yeah. I'm just a radiant star. Yeah, ate it up. Mm. We know. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I think we can start off with mental health and see how self care plays a part in that. I think that self care is really important, though. I feel like okay. you, with your like, if you're not mentally well, like you can't really take care of yourself. But it also goes the other way. Like if you take care of yourself, you might feel a little bit better. Right. I agree. I think, um, well, since we're starting with mental health, I'll say I think it's important and I don't think that, like, it should be, you know how people wait around with mental health, they wait around until things get bad Mm -hmm. to start trying to, like, fix it. So they'll wait, just like counselors at school, prime example. Okay, Mm -hmm. I have an example. So at school, people will, they don't want, they don't, like, really highlight mental health until it comes to like oh somebody being suicidal or like they wait until it gets to the worst point that it can be at mm-hmm. until like start saying oh mental health is important you guys should tell us if anything's wrong right I just- money and i have a great example of this mm-hmm. when we were in first period you remember that oh my gosh so <laughs> first of all money and i are minding our business you know just being the loving children we are, minding our business, you know, ready to get our education. And we find out that we're going to go to the auditorium during first period. And we're like, okay, we, maybe maybe it's a senior assembly because it's like a seniors only class because we're in like, you know, they have leveled classes, whatever, whatever. So we go to the auditorium and then we see like um, this YouTube video and it's like SOS suicide prevention. And yes, that's a very serious topic that people can talk about. But it was almost like it, it was like really random because they never bring it up during the school year. Like it was like a random thing that we knew like something had to have going on for them to bring it up in the first place. Exactly. And the way it was handled was just so janky. When I, I'm gonna let you, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna let you set the scene for us, please. Okay, so the scene is there's like um, each senior ELA class was in there. I would say that has you know an A one period. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's like four classes of like, f- yeah, like a good four classes of ELA students mm-hmm. that are seniors in the, um, what's it called? The, um, dang, <laughs> the auditorium. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So we're sitting down. It's, we're very scattered. You know, the teachers are yelling. They're like, my class, you know, this row, you know, everyone's trying to keep their classes, you know, and there's only like four. Okay, moving on. So they have the um screen down. And it says SOS. And they're about to play the clip for, you know, suicide prevention. And then there's, like, how many administrators? Like, two or three? Yeah. In there. And then they just, like, sprung it onto us saying, you know, oh, mental health is important, guys. And it's National Suicide Awareness Month. And we're basically forced to do this. So y'all are going to have to listen to it. Right. And that's pretty much how it was. There was no, okay, guys, we're going to be having a mental health or, like, a suicide prevention meeting. No, it was just like, okay, we have a, we have a, um, y'all have a class meeting or whatever. Not even class meeting. 
like a random <laughs> I can't even explain it. It was just right. it just wasn't put together. Um No. Yeah. I knew it was bad when they were like, Yeah, we're kind of trained for this, so if you need us, just let us know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I remember saying to you like, kind of. Um <laughs> like uh, guys, I'm scared. Exactly, like kind of. Is this not a part of your job? Like were you not fully trained to do this? and you know that's like a good example of things that happen in real life like because you can feel like maybe you do want to reach out for help or maybe you do know that you're not in a good place but you don't know who to talk to and people like that are gonna be like well I don't really know what to do with you so exactly like I was only kind of trained to deal with this so I don't know if I should take you here or here right I'm like oh please and they're like listen my lunch break's in 10 so exactly like it's not a priority to them and i feel like it it should be mm-hmm. it's something that should be discussed more often in school mm-hmm. since that's like i i don't know the statistics behind it so i don't know if like school is one of the leading causes of like teenage suicides but i will say that i know that school definitely takes a toll on our mental health definitely. so they need to be trying to implement more activities and things to help people feel more comfortable talking to others about school and how they feel and if they are okay because mm-hmm. a lot of people are not okay Honestly, <laughs> a lot of people I know this happens so many times like this happened with my friends like they'll literally say their feelings and be like but sorry for dumping sorry for trauma dumping or whatever like girl you tell me you had a bad day Right. It is okay. And I do that too. I, I, I'm sorry if that was a bit much. And like, obviously you don't want to overwhelm others. Like the last thing you want is to be that person who's like only ever complaining or whatever, but you need someone you can confide in. And if your friend is willing to be there for you, I think you should definitely try to let them be there for you. Let them care for you. Let them listen to you. Exactly. If they're willing to do that for you, let them. Because I know some people have a tendency of blocking others out or shutting them out when things get bad because they feel like they don't want to be a burden to others. But mm-hmm. if the door is open, take the door. <laughs> right. All you got to do is walk through. Yeah. Open it up so that you can get the stuff, you can get the toll, not the toll, but you know, that weight off your mm-hmm. conscience. Right. Because once you talk about it, it'll get easier. It'll get mm-hmm. better and you'll feel better about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes they do know what to do. They have been in that situation before. Or they do know someone who can actually help you besides them. Because believe it or not, your friends are not therapists. Exactly. Like, some people be like, yeah, everything <laughs> in my life is burning to pieces. And you're the only one I could tell. And don't tell anyone. But what do you think I should do? Like, life coach me. Like, hello? <laughs> Good morning. Um, I have just woken up to a 10-paragraph text message. Exactly. I am quite unsure of what to do. And like, listen, I love you, but if it's six foot three, (laughs) six foot three on a Wednesday morning, and you're talking about some don't tell anybody, but this, 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 that. And I'm not going to tell nobody, trust, unless I'm like genuinely concerned, because I'm going to pull my, you know, therapist out. If I think you're a danger to yourself or others, I will be snitching on you. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm going to do it because I need you to be good. I need everybody around you to be good. I need us all to be good. Need us all to make it out here happy, healthy. Emphasis on both. Like, (laughs) exactly. We need to keep everybody together. Right. No one falling off the boat. I'll exactly. make it through the ride. 
Come on, guys. Everybody gather together. Gather around. Find a partner. Find a partner. <laughs> buddy, here. buddy. What, what was the thing like in elementary school they made us do? The the buddy system. Buddy system. Yes, like buddy system. Find your buddy. Hold on to them. You're going to need them. No keep, <laughs> keep them near you. Latch on to them. <laughs> Get a little Velcro attachment. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, all I can um really say, well, not all I can say, but you know, just it's all about prioritizing yourself mm-hmm. and making sure you're okay before you can make sure other people are okay. Yes. Some people will completely avoid their problems by just focusing on other people's problems. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I have done that. Like, if I know I'm really stressed about something and I don't want to handle it or whatever. I'm like, oh, what's going on with you? I'll help you out. And I'll, I will literally go to this person's like, I'm a, I'm a list person. I'm like a plan person. I love making lists. I love like step-by-step guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you tell me your life is falling apart, tell me where it started. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first thing we're going to do, we're going to open up that laptop. Okay, you this assignment that you said was late from three weeks ago that's stressing you out to the point where you start sweating when you see your teacher okay oh, wow I sweat crazy no because sometimes if i i haven't had a late assignment so far this year but i remember i had started to get behind um sophomore year and i literally mm. every time because this was our virtual year too just for context i'm about to be like every time i open up my laptop it was first period every time i open up my laptop tears welled in my eyes i was i was so it was okay. really insane like, I would just start crying before I even opened up the call. I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. Like, it was so stressful. And that's a great example of my mental health being in a dumpster. I was about to say, <laughs> yes, like, quarantine, us being home for that whole school year. At first, it was cute. It was real cute. Right. But midway through, I was like, man, like, this is so draining. Yes. And then opening our, like, like you said, opening up the laptops, the anxiety, like, the buildup, like, the, oh, I do not want to join this class. Oh, this lady just put 14 assignments on. It's learning. What am I going to do? Right. I'm sitting there like, I don't know. And then, like, my only source, this is actually, like, really, like, kind of sad, but it was also, like, super cute. I would FaceTime my friends during lunch. So it's like we're all sitting together, eating together, like... That was, like, my only social interaction outside of, like, my brother and my parents the whole day. Like, seriously. No, but that's real. Because, really, only during that time, I only would, I only, like, talk to consistently my cousin, one. And she's a great above me. She lives in a whole entire different state. Mm. And then one of my other friends that goes to Magnet. I was only talking to them, like, outside of, you know, my household. That was it. Right. So it kind of built like a unhealthy like codependence um thing with like my friend. Yeah. So I had to really I feel like for both of us it was like really like weird because like we were <laughs> we were spending like we would be in class on the phone we, on the phone <laughs> like we would wake up go to sleep on the phone and it was like it's <sighs> normal like you would never see that much of that person in person like y'all might hang out on the weekend but like i'd be i'd be like good night guys and that's when i hang out the phone or no i actually what i would do is i'd wake up time for first period whoever i'm first period with because i i was lucky like on um like one day i had like most friends like every other so i was like our car be like hey girl uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, about to, I'm about to answer it yeah yeah mute yourself real quick just mute your laptop i'll i'll turn up the volume of mine and we can listen on the phone together <laughs> 
Are you to hear what she said? Let me text it to you. Yeah, she said this. I know you're lifestyle speeder. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So yeah. like, I'm like, because I need somebody. Like, it gets lonely. It gets so lonely. And I know it was hard for the teachers too, because a lot of us, you know, obviously like we weren't talking. That's an easier way to not be distracted. But some of them were lonely too, because I heard it all the time. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Oh my gosh, please turn your cameras on." Like I'm just talking to a blank screen, and like I get that it can be really hard. Like I was one of the person who turned their cameras on, but if I liked like busted, that didn't happen a lot because for me, like this is kind of like the self care thing too. I like getting dressed up. I like being put together. So mm-hmm. I would like wake up every morning, do my regular routine, like do my hair, put on clothes, full clothes. I don't mean just like waist up clothes. I mean like I had jeans you on. Had the whole house. fit on, right? I had, yeah, I don't wear shoes in my house though, so I didn't put my shoes on. But like I had the socks, I had the matching socks. I didn't have no mix match. Like I was really going out for these people, right? Okay. And I had my turn my camera on, put my lip gloss on, enter the meeting, ate it up, fully That's- dressed. Yeah, like, cause that for me is me actually putting myself together and separate. Like, oh, cause for me, school is like a different place. Like, you don't bring your home stuff to school. Yes, like yes. it's a perfect place to just do what you need to do, talk to who you need to talk to, and not be stressed about things going on wherever they're going on outside of school. Exactly. So, so when school you. was at home, like, what am I supposed to do now? Right. No, I understand that because for you, that getting dressed every morning, that was like the separation. Like you keeping mm-hmm. oh school, even though you were at home, keeping school and then home separated. Because right. you got out of your comfortable clothes. You put on real like everyday clothes, put the drip on, you know, to get up <laughs> like you were really going to school. Right. Now, me, I, this was really bad. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so going into quarantine, like that first week, I cut my hair. Okay. So I cut my hair because I had a lot of heat damage. I cut my hair. Mm-hmm. So that had already put my self-confidence down in the mm-hmm. drain. Like, I hated the fact that I had to cut it. But I had to do it because, you know, self-care. I had to have healthy hair. Right. So I cut it. Okay. Since we weren't going anywhere, we were stuck at home, I wasn't getting my hair done. Mm-hmm. And for me, a part of, like, my confidence, you know, me feeling good about myself, my hair has to be done. Right. So for me being like at home, no hair done. I had no motivation to get dressed because my hair wasn't done. I didn't feel pretty. I didn't feel like, you know, so it was just like, mm. so I would get in the calls and then I would just have my bonnet on. So I wasn't turning my camera on because I was like, no, girl, I look a mess. Like, y'all are going <laughs> to see this. Right. So, yeah, that's that had a lot to do with like how my mental health like went down because mm-hmm. of quarantine. And then, along with the fact I wasn't getting dressed like I should have, I would stay in my pajamas all day mm-hmm. on that call. I would shower and get right back in pajamas again mm-hmm. the next night because, you know, it was just the constant cycle. Wake up, right. all going, go to sleep. Wake up, all going, go to sleep. Right. So, I think I could have, my self-care could have definitely been better, mm-hmm. but overall, I just during that time, I didn't see any other way that I could have fixed it. And that makes so much sense. I feel like for me, I feel like a lot of people say it's like a lot of good things came out of quarantine for me. Not that we're not, we should still be quarantined, let's be honest, because cases are just incredibly <laughs> large, you know. Right. But I think from my loneliness, I mean, because because I was bored, because I was lonely, I, I mean, I made this podcast, which was, you know, pretty cool. But it's also like I connect to people that I haven't talked to in a long time, you know what I mean? Who are like now my friends again for real. 
Right. But it was also like my friends I did have that I wasn't talking to every day. It was so easy to fall apart from them. Because if you're not talking all the time, then you're not talking at all. And just it, it's a really lonely thing. Like that whole cycle, even if it's not the cycle of, you know, talking about like, oh, I'm just so over. Like I just like, yes. just not able to do anything. And I felt like that a lot of days too. Like sometimes I was just like, oh my gosh, I didn't want to get dressed today. And I did it, but like. And it made me feel a little bit better, but it wasn't like the full effect that it could have been if I was feeling like at my best. Because that's only part of it, you know, like sometimes it's just hard no matter what you do. Mm -hmm. That's just the truth. Sometimes you're just going to struggle. You have to deal with it. You'll be like, dang. Right. Like there are days, even this past um, school year, we are in the what? We're barely in the third month of school. I've already wanted to not go to school like three weeks. Like, come on now. (laughs) I'm like, And it's literally every single time, like, it's not like my mom's like, my mom believes in mental health days, like, because she knows that I take my school, like, very seriously. But it's like mm-hmm. every time I want to stay home, I can't because I have something that I have to do, something to turn in or it's- a meeting I have to go to. So I'm like, I do not want to go to school today. I just can't do it. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have a student council meeting. I have to go to school early today. And then I go and I'm like, I'll just push through. And then I go the whole day and I'm like, okay, home. Yeah. Like, by then, it's like, oh, it's already done. I'm already halfway there. Oh, I already got right. I have to go home. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But I'm exactly. like, sometimes you just don't want to go. Like, that's why I'm so glad for this break that we're on right now. But I need, like, 80 billion breaks a year. And I know that's, like, such a, like, kind of snooty thing to say. But I really, like, I literally love learning. I enjoyed my teachers this year. Like, I like going to school. I like most of my classes. Me like, too. Oh I just can't. I can't sit there eight hours a day. And then after that, stay after school two, three hours for cheer practice, then go home. Then I'm exhausted all the time. Right. I'm tired all the time. I didn't want to come in the first place. Like, please be for real. That is so true. And especially with like, okay, I'm a big girl now. I have to go to work after school. Right. So, and then I'm having to keep up with club meetings and stuff that are also after school. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. And like you said, with being tired, I'm tired all the time. Yes. And then it's like, I'll come home. I don't get off work till uh, 9.15, 9.30. Right. I have to come home, do homework. But the thing about it is I do enjoy going to school this year. I think mm-hmm. more than I have in all of my years of high school. Yeah, me too. Yeah, for some reason this year, I don't know. I just like it a lot more <laughs> than what I used to. Mm-hmm. I have no idea I no idea why like absolutely no idea I think but... for me it's also because like I have more people in my life that I just know are positive like sometimes you have friends and you're like they don't give you weird vibes like that but like looking back you're like dang that person was kind of I don't want to say toxic but like not really for me I know what you mean and I then know. once you find like a good fit you're like wow like I just love being around this person like you I love being around you I love being in yes. class with you, English class with you whatever like I love hanging out with you exactly like, there are just people you can just work with and you don't have to try as hard to try to start a conversation to try to be their friend. Not that it's not that it's not worth trying with some people, but it's like, oh my gosh. You don't need a social battery for them. And that's why I love it because I was I was just talking to Kamani about I was like, oh my gosh, like you would have thought that me and Destiny would have gotten like as close as we are now. Mm-hmm. We've known each other since kindergarten. Literally. I was like, I was like, <laughs> how? Are we just now getting close like this? And I was like, I don't know. Duh. 
but yeah it's just much like fighting i feel like since we're getting older now mm-hmm. it's easy to separate the genuine connections from the ones that you need to stay away from yes and like finding your fit is such a good like like you said now that we're getting older we kind of know ourselves better like i'm not saying i know myself completely like sometimes i'd be surprised at myself like girl why you do that right. like what are you doing one time I was doing, I was in the bathroom and like, this happens to me, like, not like a lot anymore, but I used to like look up and be like, who is that? Like, I'm not joking. Like, cause I never look at my face for real. So I, like, I'm like, right. what? <laughs> like this girl, like she looks so familiar. I have like a split second. I'm like, girl, that is you. <laughs> who is that? Like, like who? what is going on and like that wasn't just like a physical thing that was like also like a mental thing like I didn't really know who I was where I was in life and like now that I'm older I kind of have a better sense of familiarity with myself you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so it, it's allowed me to be like more confident in the relationships that I do have and the friendships that I have you know what I mean like I'm like oh my gosh like we really fit together and I know because I know what my puzzle piece looks like you know what I mean right that makes sense yeah that's so nice <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so nice. I love that. Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Money's my girl for real. Y'all hear that? Like, you know, we go hand in hand. We, I was gonna say, y'all yeah. know. Y'all, y'all know. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know. <laughs> Let me see. Um, okay, so for notes for the mental health thing. Yeah, she's ready. She's prepared. She. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's dedicated to the craft. I got the notes. <laughs> I got everything. <laughs> a little confidence. She said, uh-huh. Gotta let y'all know where I'm yeah, at. I got them laid out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Can't prepare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also said, um, make a mental health um, check-in list. Okay. I said, normalize themselves. Normalize them with yourself. So, there are several, like, self-care things I do. But, like, mm-hmm. mental health-wise, I don't do this. And when I saw... I saw the idea on Pinterest and I was like, oh my gosh, that's a really cute idea. Mm-hmm. It would be cute for other people to do it if I did it too. So, <laughs> you gotta set the scene first, then I got y'all. <laughs> so, it was like, okay, what am I feeling? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Then it says, who can I talk to? We touched on that earlier. Right. And then it says, am I sleeping enough? Hey, I don't know. And then it says, do I need a break? So that's good. We were just talking about breaks. You know, the sleeping enough thing is so real. If I don't get enough sleep, like I'm never a person who's like outwardly like negative, like on purpose. Like if it happens, it's like a total accident. But sometimes I just be feeling like, oh, oh, what was me? You know, like versus my sleep. I'm like, "Ah." but I can't even measure my sleep for real because like my health, my like my my phone health app is so wonky right now. Like it literally thinks I get like ten minutes of sleep every night. And I don't know why. Like I don't know what's going on. My too because you no. Know, I'm like just so last night. Exactly, just last night it told me I only got three hours, and I was like, "Oh, girl, like who are you?" <laughs> That's nice. I don't. I know think another to- way to check your um your mental health is to check your phone screen time. <laughs> if you're on that phone for 22 hours you have a problem baby you have a problem honestly I'm not gonna be like snooty because some people have like more hours than me and that's normal I usually have like I'll say like four to six hours on yeah. any given day like weekends included unless I'm recording because sometimes I record back to back it's gonna be like you spent four hours on on this app okay 
okay not too much i get it like okay. <laughs> right like girl we know it's obvious you don't have to repeat it or like if i'm reading yeah that reading app is gonna go a little crazy <laughs> because i'm not the kind of person who reads like a chapter and is like okay and then like no i will read like half the book if not the whole thing right but exactly like i had to you know i'm committed right even if it's terrible i'm committed oh my gosh monet like oh my gosh like two three months ago i saw this i i i love like watching like book t- like like bookstagram or something there's this one girl i follow and usually she's on point but this book was flaming hot dumpster fire garbage <laughs> juice in a bottle it was terrible but i was like no like it has to get good eventually like I, she wouldn't let me down so i keep reading and i keep reading and it was such it was I was about to say, homegirl let you down. Like, she let me down bad. Now I don't trust nothing no more. Like, I'm like, oh, was (laughs) it good? Is it really good? Liar. (laughs) Like, I just don't understand these people. And then some people be hyping up books that have, like, 20 grammatical errors in the first two sentences. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Like, I respect anyone who wants to publish a book. I want to publish a book. I respect anyone who gets their book published because that's, like, my dream. But if someone let me out in the world with that many typos in the first chapter alone, I'd simply, I just, I don't know what I would do. I would move to a different country, change my name, pretend I never wrote the book at all. Like, I just to say, because they had no regard for their, their success. Like, did you even have an editor? Did you even have an editor? You just don't even care about me for real. Like, why would you let me out here looking stupid? <laughs> I was about to say, they just sent him out to the, the wolves. Like, they didn't like, care who, what. Exactly. But, I'm like, what is going on? What is happening? Who are you? Right. But I feel like even when my books are bad, books for me are a form of self-care. Per. Like, because there's something that I enjoy, you know, and sometimes they just let you get away. Like, the other day, this was the hot garbage juice, you know, book that I read. It was <laughs> girl... And she was like, she was like an heiress to like her bad, her dad basically invented like Google, but it wasn't Google because, you know, copyright, whatever. It was something stupid, like mm-hmm. something real stupid. Why y'all name it that? But Google's all low key. Like if we didn't have Google, no one would say like, let me Google something like that sounds weird if we don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Right. But it was something like really like weird. I was like, who, who thought of this? Was it like Yodel? It was something. No, it's not like an E. It had like an E in it. It was like something random, but it wasn't like her last name or like that. Like it was like a random word that had like an E and a U, and I think like an R in there, like earring. Like I don't know. I was like, what is it? What is going on? They outdid themselves doing that. I was like, like I'm a DJ. Like I don't know what. (laughs) I don't know what was going on, but basically, she like married a prince or something. But like at first, they didn't want to get married. But then they ended up falling in love while they were supposed to get arranged. I was like, that's kind of cute, whatever. But the book was terrible. But it still helped me get away from the fact that I was procrastinating. And then once I finished the book, I was able to feel more focused and calm because I had just done something that I enjoyed. And then I finished all my work. Nice. Even though it was a trash read, you did what you had to do. Right. It brought me balance. And that's how I did my summer reading. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's Some so reading cute. this year was a little bit messed. Some people still haven't done it. I was like, it's okay. I was about to say, um, probably haven't done it because, oh my gosh, I don't want to put her on the spot. Our teacher. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> our teacher. Redacted. Redacted. Him. <laughs> Him. You say, I'm going to just go, beep. Like, <laughs> our, our teacher, teacher doesn't, um, she doesn't. Um, prior, I 
I really don't think she has her stuff together right now. She told so, us she, she said she was like two months behind on grading. Yeah, so I respected her because my mom's a teacher and grading be taken off second. Right. At least she's keeping it like one hundred percent with us. Right. Keep it real. Like don't yeah. I, don't let me think that you just don't care about me and that's why there are grades that aren't in the grade book. Like right. just let me know that you you're you're taking your time. I'm gonna let you take your time. I don't right. I think it's rude when people are like, Can you hurry up and put this in? Like, girl, I have a whole family. I got that's a whole insane, job. Man. And I'm like one of those jobs that has to work after school. Like I have homework and I gotta get you homework. So I gotta grade your homework while I'm doing my homework. Like eh, 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 eh. no. <laughs> right. Like, especially because it's like, especially with English teachers, they have to read all those essays and such. Like my mom's a math teacher and sometimes I help her grade papers. And the stuff they be saying on there when it's like a free response question, I'd be like, <sighs> I can't imagine like a whole page and a half of that. I would just cry. <laughs> Like, that's how I know I couldn't teach, like, I would love to be a teacher low-key, but I feel like if I didn't teach, like, really young kids or really old kids, I couldn't do it. I was about to say, I think I would have to teach, like, elementary school. Yeah. It's either that or college, because otherwise, listen. I couldn't do the in-between. It's either one or the other. No in-between. Two extremes, and I don't want a median. Right. Like, no. Cause I like working with little kids, like, but mm-hmm. I don't. I just couldn't see myself being a teacher because I don't have patience. Like, no. I love little kids, but I have little to no patience. Like after a certain point, I just start to lose it. I start to get worked up, mm-hmm. irritated. I just, I just don't know. I don't have any patience. That's what we're gonna work on. I'm low-key. I'm not the same way, but I kind of am. I can be a bit impatient at times. Like I'll wait. I'm not like the most impatient person. Like I'll wait for some time now. I'll be pretty patient for a while. But I think my like limit is shorter than what a person who is actually patient will call their limit. Like I'm like a semi-patient because I'm not really impatient, but I'm not like, oh wow, she's so like no one be like, wow, Destiny is so patient. Destiny takes her to like, oh my gosh. But the thing is, I hate being rushed. Like, if someone's not patient with me, I will start crying. <laughs> so, like, that's why I, I don't like rushing people. That's why I won't rush people. But if it's, like, if it's, like, waiting for something, here's the thing. I can't wait for something to happen. I can wait on somebody for something. I can appreciate someone waiting on me. You're not going to try not to take my time too much because I don't want to be late to something. But I don't like being late. Late is stress. Stress is not good. You know what I mean? I like being on time, too. I don't know why I'm so punctual. I don't think know. It's just a respect thing. And I think it's honestly kind of, like, funny because a lot of people assume that I'm going to be late because, you know, CP time, everything like that. Like, no, right. girl. I will be there before the function even starts. I will be there exactly. while you're still setting up tables in my car. Exactly. Like, I will show up. Like, I will be there. I'll be there on time. I try to do that. Like, like you said, I think it's, like, a respect thing. Just, like, an unconscious thing that I do. But I make it a point to be on time. Even to work. Like, I've never been late to work. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just like a thing with like me and time. I don't know if it's like a little bit of OCD or what I got going on, but I I just feel the need to be there on time or like before everybody else. Because like, it's just like, like you said, it's a respect thing, but it's also just like for my sake. Yeah. So I can know like I'm here. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I don't know about anybody else, but right. I know I'm here. Like if I'm yeah. here and nobody else is, no, I'm here. Right. Like at least I'm here. Like girl, right. I got like, your back. Got your bag. I'll be here. The only thing I'm not on time for is movies. And here's the reason why. I come like 10, 15 minutes late. Because I like to watch the ads. But I don't like to watch like before the trailers start. Because then it's 
especially at our movie theater if you ever have you been there like on time on time to the movies yes they play they, they play like those governor ads i do not know who you are <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't even vote like i can't like please get away from me like, i am not your target demographic please leave me alone <laughs> i just want to see the trailer for the new movie that i don't know about but i'm going to be obsessed with for the next couple months till it comes out right like, i love I- watching trailers i really do Yes, like I just went to the movies on Monday and I ate them up. Like they were, I saw the new um, the Black Panther trailer, like the oh official God. one. I'm so it was excited! So nice. Like, yes, it was great. I love a good trailer. I love trailers. Like, and then they're kind of something fun. If I'm not with my mom, if I'm not with one of my friends, and I wanted to watch it with them, I'll like text them the YouTube link of the trailer after the fact. Like, I'll be like, no, we need to see this. Look at this trailer. Look at this. Look, look. I said, look. Come on now. Right. Like, I need you to know what I want to watch with you. I'm trying to spend time with you. Come look at it. Exactly. Like, I love good trailer. I do like watching trailers. But speaking of Oh my gosh. I watched this TikTok. This was a couple months ago. And this has actually been, like, one of my new agendas. I don't know if I'm going to do it till, like, now or if I'm going to wait till college. But there's this girl. And she, like, suffers with codependency. Which I don't really suffer with. I don't think that much. Like, I don't think I'm, like, a really codependent person. Like that. But I think mm. I really do. Like, I just am someone who enjoys their friends. Which is fine. But I've never really been, like, someone who's done things by myself. Like, and she was, like, taking herself out on dates, basically. So she took herself to the movies. She had, like, a picnic by herself. And, like, she was just practicing, like, being by herself and enjoying herself. And I feel like I really want to do that. Like, we talk about the movies. I want to go to the movies by myself. Like, it's actually my bucket list of things to do before I graduate. Yeah. I think I'm going to try it because one thing about me, I do have a... I don't have a codependency issue. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's just like, because now that mm-hmm. I have my own car and stuff, I go places by myself all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I will go and spend a whole day by myself. Mm-hmm. But before, I used to, like, I needed my sister to go with me. I needed somebody. Like, I'll go with my mom. I'll go with anybody. Like, mm-hmm. oh, are you going here? Or even to, like, um, club meetings and things like that. Like, yes. small, like smaller function i was i would always feel like i needed like a friend to come Mm -hmm. with me like oh i won't be alone right now i feel like i really broke myself out of being like fully like you know codependent Mm -hmm. um last year for fall ball i went by myself i didn't Mm -hmm. have any plans to go with anybody i was just like you know what Mm -hmm. i want to do i want to go to like a social event like this completely on my own right to see like who i can like you know who I will go to, like who will I draw to, what people I will talk to, stuff like that. And it was interesting. We ended up talking. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Exactly. That's connecting. Yes. I was just complete I just went alone because all my friends like, you know, like my friends, like my close friends and then they were like, oh no, we're not going like because I don't know, fall ball has just always been looked at as like one of those lame things. But Mm -hmm. I've went every year. Yeah, me too. Except for 10th grade. Because we didn't have it. <laughs> I was about to say. But, like, I still but, went. I thought it was a cute little function. Mm-hmm. But Last year, I decided I was going to go to all the dances. And I didn't go with any of my... Like, I didn't go go with my friends. I went by myself for fall ball. I went by myself for homecoming. I didn't go by myself for prom. But I kind of did. Like, we just ended up going together because my friend's prom was, like... Something was wrong, so they ended up coming to mine. But... I was still kind of by myself. Like, we kind of rode together and then kind of, like, did our own things. Right. 
but I was really bummed about prom too because I feel like a lot of my friends weren't coming. They were like, I'm just gonna wait till next year, wait till next year, wait till next year, like talking about senior year for reference. <laughs> but for me, I was like, we don't know if we're gonna have a next year, like freshman year. I didn't think I wasn't gonna have a sophomore year, but I didn't. And so for me, it was just really important to do things no matter what. So I went to prom, had a good old time, you know, didn't have like a group of friends, didn't have like a date. Just me mm-hmm. and my friend who I came with. And then we didn't really like hang out because they had other friends there and I had other friends there. So it was kind of like we did our own things. And it was a great time still. Like I really realized like I don't have to be with somebody to enjoy things. And I really like that. And I want to like keep pursuing that and like just doing more things just with me. Yeah. Yeah. Because like really spending time with yourself is really important because mm-hmm. I mean, if you can't spend time by yourself, how are you going to enjoy time with other people? No, that's so true. Like, some people you can just tell are miserable. Like, no matter if they have the best friends in the world, if you're miserable, you're going to stay miserable. Exactly. No matter how much fake, how many fake smiles, how many fake laughs you give off. When you're alone, you're going to feel it. It's going to hit you. Because you're not used to spending time by yourself. Exactly. And it's you might even notice, you know, your social battery is so much lower because you can't handle people being positive because you're just not able to be in that state. And it's okay as long as you recognize that. Like, please don't be that person. Like, not that you're going to know, but like some people are miserable and they want everyone around them to be miserable too. They just want everybody to be miserable and stay that way. Like, I can't, I can't do that anymore. I can't be yeah. that person who's with people like that. Exactly. Exactly. And that's one of the things I've realized, like being around those people, <clears throat> They always have attitudes that don't like that no matter what circumstances they try to find the bad in the situations like we're in the situation we have to deal with it why are you being negative it's just like oh my gosh I just can't deal (laughs) like if there's nothing we can do why are you why are you complaining to me instead of trying to figure something out if there's something that you personally have a problem with that no one has a problem with what if we do have a problem with it and we're like okay let's make the best out of it and you're like no this is terrible like da, 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 da. like I can't I just can't exactly like why are you being so negative like that's why now I try to surround myself by, with positive people because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna deal with your attitude just like I always say I'm not your boyfriend not your girlfriend I'm I don't have to I don't have to deal with your problems right don't bring them to me I'm not your mama not your sister not your grandma not your auntie I'm not I, no I, I owe you nothing I'm not Please. your counselor neither no imagine a licensed therapist being like okay well that's not my business first of all <laughs> what I'm gonna say you are my therapist ma'am no, the other day I was on my friend's story and she was like, my friend just got dropped by her therapist and they asked her what she wanted instead. And she like put up polls and was like, should I ask for a male or a female? Should I ask what, what personality traits should I ask for? I was like, you can pick a therapist like that. Listen, it's like build a, build a bear. And build a therapist, make it, make it. Build a you press funny. two buttons, ma'am. You have Portia. Press three. You have Mike. Ooh, ah! You get to select your choice. You get a therapist. You get a therapist. You get a therapist. Everybody gets a therapist. Like a vending machine of therapists. Literally, that's kind of funny. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) This is what we're doing. Very advanced. Very high tech. Okay. So, oh my gosh. You good over there? Yeah, I was biting my pen. 
Um, because she's thinking real hard, y'all. She's really ooh. The yeah, gears are turning, knives are shifting, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Come on. Yeah, I'm really looking at my notes, you know, trying to. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. I feel like okay. This is kind of random, but okay. I feel like cleaning is another. I feel like cleaning yeah. is a thing of self care. It is. If you clean your surroundings, you can kind of create a better place for yourself. We talked about safe places earlier, like emotionally, but physically, if you feel like there's a place you can be comfortable in, you probably don't want it to be dirty. Like for me, that's my room. I just cleaned my room. Oh my gosh, it was so nice. And when I clean my room, usually I like, I have a favorite candle scent. I don't know if you have a favorite candle scent. I have incense. Okay. I love incense, actually. We used to have them all the time. Now I just go to my grandma's house and I real deep, like... <laughs> and then I'm ready to go home. <laughs> like that, yeah, I was good. I'll see you next week. You know, you gotta take that in. Like, ooh. you got a good whiff. Like, mm. incense are just so good, though. I love seeing them smoke. Have you seen the ones where it's like incense, but the instead of like a regular tray, it's like ceramic hands. So it's like the hands holding the ash. It's so pretty. I think so. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I love that. I also have another. I have an incense holder, and it's like a um, like a waterfall. But it's mm-hmm. with the smoke. It's very oh, cute. that sounds really cool. I'm about to see that. That yeah, sounds I cool. Oh, but yeah. So my favorite scent is hot chocolate. I love hot chocolate. Can I get those from Bath and Body Works? I get like two. They last me like a couple months each. I'd be like, <laughs> it's time to clean. Because I like the smell of cleaning scent. Like I like the smell of like cleaning supplies. But when I'm cleaning my room, I don't. I'm not like. Doing the kitchen, like what? If, right. You got me to put the toilet scrubber on my desk, like I don't know. So, yeah. So like I have room. my I yeah. have my music playing. Usually, like Lauren Hill or like oh, I do love me some L Varner. I love L Varner. Um, yeah. Okay. So I play my music. I light my candle, and I get my vacuum cleaner, and I oh, get a trash bag, and I just start cleaning. Yep. That's, that's like my, you know, my. My, I mean, I go to therapy, but that's, like, my therapy, too, though. Like, I'd be like, oh, this is good. This is some good stuff. Right. For my room, I just, I start with an incense. Mm-hmm. Right now, my favorite one is raspberry. Okay. I just got, like, a couple of weeks ago, and mm-hmm. it's really doing it for me. But I have a bunch. Like, you name it, I probably have it. I have so many. But, yeah. So, I burn one and then I'll start in my room and then I'll go to my bathroom and I like spray everything in there and then I'll come back in here mm-hmm. and I like change the sheets, you know, yeah. regular cleaning stuff. I love vacuuming. Yeah. I put um, baking soda on the floor and vacuum. I don't know. Like I vacuum almost every day. Really? Um, yes. Because okay. I don't, I don't know. I will do it. I will get up and do it in the middle of the night, like 2 a.m. I'm vacuuming. No, I love my vacuum because it's one of those, like, quiet vacuums. So I vacuum when my mom's asleep, and it's, like, the perfect – like, I love when it's not – I'm not, like, a night owl anymore. I used to be, like, the kind of person – I still am that person, but I just don't do it as much because school has me tired. But I would wake up, like, I would, like, wake my mom and go to bed, and I would rearrange my entire room in the middle of the night. <laughs> me? <laughs> like, I had, like, I remember – especially when I lived in my old apartment, like, I had, like, this bookshelf. One time I painted it in the middle of the night. Let it dry in the morning. I was like, dang, you did good for 2 a.m. Like, come on now. <laughs> and then the next night, I moved it. Like, I moved my bed around. I moved my desk around. I moved my whole thing. I love moving stuff in my room. The only problem now is in the room I have now, like, everything's kind of set. So I might just have to add more posters. I love posters. I love putting yes. things on the walls. Like, I have in front of me right now, I'm at my desk. I have 
five Polaroids. Some of them are of me, some of them are my friends. And I have my calendar. I have like, you know, those little photo booth things, like those little strips. I have one of those strips. Yes. Mama. I got some stickers on the wall and I got a poster from one of our favorite book series. But I like hanging things, especially things that are like sentimental to me. Like, I just think that's so cool. Exactly. They make me so happy. I have posters. I have a painting that my mom did. Mm-hmm. I have another random painting that I took from Miss Bradford. She just gave it to me, and it's so cute. That's nice. Yes, and then I have another painting that I did, and then I just have a quote, and then there's another section in my room by my closet. I have a bunch of pictures of, like, things I love, my favorite albums and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then on my closet door, I have, like, receipts from different things. Like, if I go bowling, I'll put the receipt on there. Oh, that's if I so go cute. Out to eat with my friends, I'll put it on there. I don't know. That's really cute. And then there's one that there, there's um now I'm looking at it. There's one from like me working, mm-hmm. and then my time in was an angel number. It was four four four. I thought mm-hmm. that was so cute. And yeah. then I made like twenty four dollars in tips that day, and I thought I just ate it up. <laughs> like <laughs> like my clock out ticket, I had to put up there because it was super like that's some good stuff. But they make me so happy. And then other things I have on my walls. I have leaves. I have butterflies because butterflies are one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. And I have a ton of them. I can't even count. They're all over the place. They're on my ceiling. They're on the walls. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They just make me so happy. I put everything on my my room. Looks so- <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> no old house. When we moved to this new house, my mom was like, you cannot hang up all the things you had in your old room. Like some of them, I don't even want to see them. I had, like, art wall, but then I also had, like, posters everywhere. Like, when I first ran for student council, I saw my posters from that on the wall. Like, because they were laminated. Like, those are good stuff. (laughs) So I have, like, I had, like, five posters just hanging up, like, in my Zoom meetings. You can see them behind me. Like, Mm -hmm. I had, like, my posters. I had, like, paintings. Like, and some of the stuff I still do have, some of the stuff I did want to keep. I've realized I'm low-key a hoarder when it comes to wall decorations because I... Like you said, it's stuff that makes me happy. Like, you want to, I mean, just in general, while we're talking about it, things that make you happy, you should keep them around. As long as it's not, like, something that's harming other people. My posters are not hurting you. They're not hurting nobody. They're not even hurting the wall. And one thing I love to do is, like, my friends are really, like, I love cards. Birthday cards, thank you cards, thinking of you cards. I love cards. I love letters. I actually, Loki, need a pin palm. My friend, my best friend started writing to me. And I wrote back, within both of us, neither one of us have stamps. Wow. Neither one of us have stamps. It's just a struggle. <laughs> but I love writing letters. Like, something about it. Like, my grandpa on my dad's side writes me letters, like, like normally. Like, he's not even that old, but he just writes me letters. And I keep them. Like, I love things like that. So I put notes on my wall. Like, I have someone, like, my, my friend wrote me, like, a good luck card before a presentation I was really nervous about. So I had that. Like, anything like that, I have somewhere if it's if it's if it's not in a box it is hanging on my wall or on my doors like or in my bathroom like because these things are just it shows someone cares about you whether it's you writing something to yourself saying that you care about yourself you love yourself someone loves you someone cares for you or your friend like it's just nice to know absolutely i keep all my birthday cards i still have all of them i think me too except for the ones when i was too young to like keep them for myself but right when I when I got a birthday card, I kept it. Like they're all in my drawer, in mm-hmm. my dresser. They're all in there. But and recently, them. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was done. Okay, I, was done. I thought I heard something. 
recently i've been writing birthday letters and honestly it's so nice because recently like even whose birthday it is it's like i've known you for a while so i can really mm-hmm. see like lots of stuff and it's like you can really tell someone how you feel like obviously i love birthday cards i love the little pictures like i tear up some birthday cards and i get the good ones too like i've been going to the little black people section i can see <laughs> them on the cover like i don't get me wrong now i'm gonna give you a good card but I don't know something about writing birthday letters has been really like soothing for me I think because my friends like my best friends are like such good like note writers and they like always give me like these amazing handwritten notes and for me doing it for other people like I was like wow no wonder they do this so much like it's just so nice like to show someone you really care about them because sometimes I feel like I can't always say the things I want to say out loud like like sometimes I do because I'm kind of corny I'll be like wow like I really like hanging out with you or, like, mm-hmm. every time I hang out with somebody, I'm like, thank you for hanging out with me. Because, honestly, you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. You know what I mean? Right. Like, not anywhere in the world, because we broke. But, you know, like, you could be anywhere <laughs> right now. You could be at home. You could be with your dog. And you're here with me. Like, right. thank you. Yeah. Very appreciative. Spending time with other people. Oh, my gosh. Another thing I have is spoiling yourself. hmm And... This is really what I was excited to talk about. Okay. Listen up. Okay, I'm listening. One thing about me, I'm going to buy that shirt if I want the shirt. <laughs> like anything. Um, I remember when I first started working, I went and bought myself an expensive pair of headphones because I was like, oh, girl, you deserve it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then, like, if I do something hard or if I, like, do really well on the test, I'll go get myself something because, I don't know, I just feel like we should... Other people won't always award you for your hard work, but you can. Right. So you should. Right. I think I definitely have a problem with that. Like, I don't always, like, if I want something really bad, I'll get it. But, like, if I want it and I'm like, no, never mind. Like, I don't know. I'm low-key, like, the person, like, you would think I don't have, like, like, people who love me who are willing to buy stuff for me my family. (laughs) <laughs> like the way I'm a penny pincher for real I'll be like nah I'm not even hungry for real your stomach is grumbling I'll, I'll be like nah I want water girl <laughs> No, I mean I only drink water anyways except for today girl I had a mango smoothie with boba in it today it was so good I love mango flavored stuff oh my gosh I was so happy it was so good there was whipped cream on top this was my self care mango is my self care I do <laughs> enjoy mangoes I enjoy fruit I like, I, I love, love I love strawberries, blueberries, cantaloupe. I don't like bananas. You don't like bananas, but you like cantaloupe? Unpack your life choices. I like cantaloupe. I no. like honeydew. Oh my gosh, I like pineapple. You like melons for real? Like, no. Like, I like watermelon. I like You lost me at blueberries. I cannot stand blueberries. They make me so unhappy, and I don't know why. Like, I can have them in muffins, pancakes, whatever, but like a raw blueberry, like, literally makes me gag, and I'm not even being like funny. Maybe it's because of the texture. Maybe. Like, I can't even put one near me. At this point, it's like a mental and physical block. Like, I will just start gagging. (laughs) If I put it in my mouth, and I, I literally have tried, like, in the past year, maybe year and a half, I tried to put one in my mouth, like, just like a regular blueberry. Mm-hmm. I go. I I I literally gagged so hard I started choking. <laughs> I just can't do blueberries. I can't do raw blueberries at all. I don't know. I love fruit. I love raspberries. I don't yes. Know. The only ones I really don't like are um bananas. And, but I can't eat a banana. Don't get me wrong. I'll eat one. Okay. But like I just there. It's just not one of my favorites. You know. Okay. But I can eat them. Yeah. 
But the only one I really don't like would have to be Dragon Fruit. I don't care for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just my not- favorite. I think it's like it's cool looking. So every time I get it, I'm like, oh, this is about to be good. It's never that good. Yeah, it just it's like it's basically like a watermelon, but with less flavor. I feel and like. more and seeds. Seed. So many. I was more- gonna say and with seeds, yeah. But okay. you know what's good? Passion fruit. Yes. Oh my gosh. I I, re- I was on vacation and I had passion fruit cheesecake. Changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I'm a new woman from then. Like I don't even know who she was before that. Like oh my gosh, it was so good. Yeah, one thing about fruit. Okay, and this ties in because it's um eating better, eating healthily. Mm-hmm. Me being real, being the real person that I am. Right. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I enjoy eating healthy, but it's not something I prioritize doing because I like eating any and everything. Right. So, you know, like if I want the burger, I'm gonna get the burger. But I also enjoy I enjoy a salad. I enjoy like there was one time I don't know. It was like two months. All I was eating was salad. Mm-hmm. And it was just to do it. Like, just because I loved them. I would eat Caesar salad. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. I would, I would, I would, my mom would buy the, um, the, the packs. Yes. And mm-hmm. I would just eat them up. Mm-hmm. I would put the cheese. I would season it. I would, I don't know what was wrong with me, but it was like a good two month period. I would, I loved them. And then it just stopped. Mm-hmm. And I go through those phases with food a lot. Like mm-hmm. one time it was the salad. And I think another time it was like pineapples. And okay. then another time it was orange juice. And these are recent times. Like this wasn't like a little while ago. This is recent. <laughs> like for a good three months, I would get orange. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, if it makes you happy, it's not hurting anyone. Enjoy it. Yeah, it made me really happy. And that's that's what's really important. I feel like that's like the main thing. Like taking care of yourself is something you do to make yourself happy. It's self care. It's not taking care of other people. Like obviously, if you are taking better care of yourself and you like yourself more, you're gonna reflect that onto other people. But it's not really about them because it's about you, the person. What do you want? What do you need? Yes. What's gonna benefit you? Meeting your needs. And ignoring others. <laughs> ignoring other people. Just for a second, be a little bit selfish. Because you, as, listen, like, because if you don't, like, it's good to be a selfless person. I'm not going to lie. But if all you do is take care, like, take care of others, you're not going to have anything left to give. Exactly. You're just not. Exactly. You got to, sometimes you just, you, you really just have to be selfish with yourself. Because other people are going to be selfish either way. There's right. always going to be that one person that's going to make sure they put themselves above you. Right. So you should put yourself above them. Right. Like, n- not everyone's going to treat you that way, but for the people that are, or for the people that you see about to do it or that are doing it, mm-hmm. make sure you set that boundary with them to let them know, like, okay, girl, I see what you're doing. Look at what I'm doing. <laughs> Just show them, like, okay, I'm also here in my life. I right. put myself high. So don't try to step on me, because I will step on you. No, for real. It's so important to find value in yourself, something that you really appreciate about yourself. Like, for me, one thing I really like to do is journal and, like, use my planner, right? So, in my planner, like, I put nice notes to myself, because sometimes you're going to have a bad day no matter what. No matter how much you love yourself or care about yourself or take care of yourself, you're going to have a bad day. And during that bad day, you might forget all the progress you've made. You might forget a lot of things, and you have to realize, like, someone, if someone doesn't know, like, someone can't help. 
But if you know, if you anticipate for it, like right now I have a note that I actually just wrote because my birthday's coming up and like I'm low-key. I have mixed feelings about it. Like, I don't know. Yes. Birthday. (laughs) (laughs) So I basically just said like, I'm proud of you because you're making another year around the sun and you've done so amazing things at 16. And like, I can't wait to see what you do at 17 because like when you actually look at what you've done in life, like it's it's usually never nothing. Like some people are like, I haven't done anything before. And you look back at everything you're proud of and you're like, wow, like I have done something before. Like I've done things that I actually am proud of. And if you don't remind yourself of that, you're never going to remember. And you're going to be like, oh, I have never done anything. I'm not proud of myself. I have nothing to be proud of, whatever, whatever. And that's usually not the case. Yeah. Because we're always moving so fast. We never get to actually sit down and take time to like do what you say. Look at what we've actually done. Right. We're always moving. We're always thinking about the next thing. Or like, oh, I have to do this. I have to right. do that. And then next, I have to do this. We never actually take time to like look back and reflect. And right. Like, let yeah. your accomplishments marinate just a little bit, you know. Exactly. Make them taste let better. Them, yeah, let them sink in. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay to do that. You don't always have to be on to the next thing. Breathe. Yes. Breathe. That is so true, Renee. Like, cause I'm re- I'm like that sometimes. I can be very go go go. I think it's part of my impatience that you were talking about earlier. Like, I'm just ready to be like, okay, now what do I do? Now what am I supposed to do? Now what do I do? Like, sit down, calm down, and just take a second and just like be able to be proud of yourself because, like, you can do all these things, and that's why it's so hard to not be an imposter sometimes if you never acknowledge the things you've done. Like. Imposter syndrome is so real. It happens to so many people all of the time. It's happened to me, happened to my friends. You feel like you don't belong there, but you also realize you don't take pride in things that you have done to get to where you are. Right. I don't, especially, I know imposter syndrome could be something that really impacts students like us. Mm-hmm. Since we go to like a, um, a magnet school, I feel like there's always, there's at least some, everybody meets that point to where they're like, oh my gosh, do I even deserve to be in this building? Right. Like, am I supposed to be here? Right. Was I meant to be here? And it's like, girl, duh, you're supposed to be here. If you weren't supposed to be here, you wouldn't be here. You didn't deserve it. You wouldn't be here. But we get so caught up in like, oh, am I good enough? I don't think I'm smart because this makes no sense. Right. Like you're supposed to be here just it's okay (laughs) it's gonna be fine just relax I think it's also hard to believe that when people like have negative self-talk about themselves like if you make a simple mistake you're like I'm so stupid and like you don't think it really means anything but sometimes those thoughts really sink in the more you say them and it's like I maybe I am really stupid maybe I don't know what I'm doing and it makes everything 10 times harder you already have these doubts and you've realized you've been treating yourself like this this whole time you know what I mean Mm mm-hmm like, for me, I had to actively work on not calling myself, like, stupid or dumb or, like, you know, like that. Because it really started to hurt my feelings. Like, I used to really, like, be struggling because I'm, like, maybe, like, I would, I would like, start dying myself. Like, am I, do I even know anything? Right. What am I doing here? No, because that's so true. Because even saying things like, you know, it, it's like a joke when we say, like, oh, I'm going to kill myself. Right. But no. <laughs> After saying it for a certain amount of time, it's like, okay, girl. You need to chill because you're saying this a little too often. And I had to stop myself with that because it's like, you're you're okay. You're fine. Why are you saying this? I think it's anxiety and like Mm -hmm. getting overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, the self-doubt when like you're struggling to do something and then you say, oh, you know what? Easy way out. Right. 
gonna kill myself or I'm gonna <laughs> or I'm dumb or I'm stupid. It's just like don't say that. You're not hurting anyone besides yourself. Right. It's like what we said about being a negative person and being around negative people because you don't want to be the person that people don't want to be around, but you also want to be able to be with yourself, which is what we've been talking about too. Like you want to be able to like yourself and enjoy your own company. And you can't do that if you're constantly hitting on yourself. It makes everything so difficult. Trust me. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard too. It's not even just like mentally, like physically. There's so much comparison that I used to do. I used to be so upset with myself all the time. Like, especially in middle school. In middle school, it was the worst. She was kind of chilling, but middle school me was having the time of her life just hating. Because I was, like, the person, like, I didn't, like, it's not like I hit puberty before people, but, like, people weren't as round as me. Like, not, like, round as in, like, chubby, but, like, stuff was starting to develop you know and everyone was i know what you mean pointing it out and it made me so uncomfortable and i was like i just wish i was like you i wish i was petite like you and i was like taller than a lot of my friends at the time so it was like i just felt like a giant i felt out of place i felt like i didn't fit with them and they just weren't i mean they weren't my fit personality wise too but i didn't know that at the time like these were the only friends i really had i was just so unhappy with myself and it just infected me in a way, you know? And I was still, you know, doing well in school. So, you know, having friends, but these weren't the friends that I needed. And this wasn't the life that I wanted for myself. I didn't want to be the person who didn't like herself. I didn't want to be so unhappy all the time. And so I really had to work on that in like yeah, high school, early high school, late middle school. Cause I was just such a, just so terrible. Yeah. Middle school for me was rough because I think, like you said, it was the friend group. Mm-hmm. Um, because it wasn't even the friend group. I'm not going to put it on the friend group. I'm just going to put it on the mindsets that were surrounding me. Mm-hmm. Not even my friends, but like other people. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I I developed very early. Right. Like I would say like sixth grade, it was already, it had already hit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like yeah, it made me it made me feel bad because I was like, dang, like, oh my gosh, why is this so big? And then everybody else's is small still. Like, it's just like like you said, the comparisons, like the constant comparisons, wanting mm-hmm. to be like other people. Right. So I didn't value myself because I was too busy trying to, you know, constantly comparing myself, being like, oh, I wish I was like her. Or I wish I was smaller. Or I wish I was taller. I still right. wish I was taller. <laughs> <laughs> but still. I don't know. It's just growing to love you. Right. I feel like. And it can be hard. Because you when sometimes when it's not you, it's someone else. It's a throwaway comment they don't think that much about. But you already feel some type of way about it. So you're like, oh my gosh. They're right. Like. I remember one time I wore like horizontal stripes and you know everyone's just like horizontal stripes make you look fat or something like I was like okay whatever 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 mm-hmm. I go to school I'm in horizontal stripes someone says I look like um I think they said like a slutty mime and I like cried because it's already hard enough when your body looks different than other people's and like people are making fun of you or sexualizing you for that because you're literally like I'm like 12 right. I'm not like it's just a very like stressful thing and I'm like sitting there and I'm like there's nothing I can do about this. This, is, this is just what I look like. Like, I can't do anything about this. Right. That, I don't know. Some people were just, 
I don't know why people are so mean in middle school. In middle school and in early high school. People are still mean yes. now. Yes. But it's just like, I don't know. Like The, the audacity that certain people had just completely blew me away. <laughs> uh, looking back, I'm like, some of these people, I'm like, how did you get over doing the things you did? And why was I the bad guy for pointing out that you shouldn't have done that? Like Exactly. Like, it's the I audacity. Think, the nerve. I think now, it's almost like... Like I don't, I don't really say anything as much as I used to. Like I used to be like, I used to be the piece of, I used to be the person people came to to be like, destiny, destiny. This is what this person did. I'd be like, excuse me, am, you know, I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like the bouncer at a club. You can't get in here. You can't talk to her that type of way. You need to leave immediately. Thank you so much, management. Like right. now, it's kind of just like, oh, like, because there are some people who are still mean, but it's like I don't really do anything. It's not like in a like, oh, I'm just in here miserable. Like I'm being bullied. like, no, it's not like that. But it's like. If you're not messing with my friends and you're just being a hater to yourself and the people who choose to be around you, I'm not going to do anything. What do you want me to do? Right. You can't, like, I am not, like, what are those people called? Like, a mission trip person? I'm not a missionary. I don't want to save another person. Because I don't really be, I'm not really saving you. What I'm doing is painting a little picture and moving on. I'm not going to tell you to smile and keep it going. Like, that's not me. (laughs) seriously mission trips are lucky crazy though that's like a whole different thing but those things that's just colonization let's be honest let me next topic but pretty that's much i was about to say let's not let's because i'll someone's gonna hit on me for that but listen <laughs> you are you are definitely your great granddaughter's grandchild i'll say that like i mean your grandmother whatever but yeah we it runs in the family i can see that and why i always gotta go to africa y'all can't go to canada Seriously, is there Y'all not can't another go to area? area? Is there not another area, another country that needs you? Another continent? Kind of other continent? There's nobody who's struggling in Europe. Exactly. Go see, uh, I don't know, somebody. Go right. see Benjamin. I was gonna say every country needs a little help. Right. You don't gotta be all up on Africa like that. You don't gotta be on the exactly. continent like that. But anyways, <laughs> listen. Places. Don't get me started. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm. Looks like we naturally talked about almost everything I have listed. I'm glad. I'm yes. Glad the outline worked out because I'm like, I didn't want you to be stressed about it. But I was really excited. Stress is your enemy. That's my other thing. Stress is your enemy. I yes. get stressed. See, there are people who care and they want to calm me down, but also venting helps whether you're venting to a person i love journaling i'm actually behind in my journal right now by like a couple days i'm not gonna lie i need to start journaling no I love one thing i do do mm-hmm. one thing i do do mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that i do is you know how you can send messages to yourself in mm-hmm. iMessage mm-hmm. i make the audio messages and i send them to myself mm-hmm as soon as I get angry, my iMessage thread with myself is low key like a journal. Mm-hmm. It's just not like in a journal or it's not in my notes. But I, as soon as I get angry or if I feel like I need to blow off some steam, say a couple of words, I'll open up that audio note, get the pew spilling. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, that's health a healthy way to get your thoughts out. 
Right. Because even if it's not to somebody, it doesn't mean you're bottling it up. You just have to express it somehow, whether it's recording yourself and just ranting to a microphone, you know, writing it down in a book or whatever. Like, you need to do something. Because if you have it all in there, like, it just adds more pressure on you, for real. Seriously. Because... I don't know. I just feel like when you talk about things, they go out and then mm-hmm. they go up in the air and then right. they're gone. Right. The more you talk about them, the easier it is to get through Let it them. go. Yes. Right. With things like ranting about, I don't know, little issues that happen throughout your day or big things like breakups, I don't know, losing a job, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Just talking about it makes it easier and makes it easier for you to move past them. Right. Because me, with my, I'll talk about it, me with my recent breakup, talking about it, I got over it so quick. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, I was just telling everybody about it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know. It was just like I was washing my hands of it. Mm-hmm. And then when I stopped talking about it, the water turned off, you know, my hands were clean. All I had to do was dry them. They're not dry yet. Okay, we'll, we'll work on it. <laughs> that's something we have to discuss at a little time we're gonna dry them hands real soon don't even worry about it yeah but you know it's, it's fine mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 absolutely absolutely <laughs> let me stop echoing you they're gonna be like she don't know what I'm talking about no I just I love <laughs> echoing people like low key one of my favorite things to do somebody be like howdy I'll be like howdy so I'm like you good I'm like you good like I just love echoing people I'm not gonna lie I need to stop before someone's like stop it I'm like okay oh my gosh they try to they try to fight you for right everything. like they're like are you mocking me no <laughs> while I say are you mocking me back like what stop yeah, some people get offended, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I remember one time, okay, memory, flashback. Ooh. Um, we were in, I was in middle school, and I told this girl, I was like, hey, you've got a booger in your nose, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not like I said it to embarrass her. I definitely, like, whispered it to her, you know, mm-hmm. let her know. And then she started yelling at me. She was like, why would you tell me that? And I was like. That's something you uh, fix really easily. I was about to say, like. Why did I tell you that? Like, I didn't want you walking around right. with a booger in your nose. Like, it would be different how... if it was, like, somebody who had, like, a giant pimple. They know they have the pimple. You know the pimple. Don't say about the pimple. Exactly. Exactly. But, no, like, a booger is something, like, that's not supposed to be there, literally, and you can just get rid of it. Mm. Like, I feel like when people point out, like, pimples and stuff like that like something that's out of the other person's control i feel like they're trying to make that person upset or they're trying to make that person self-conscious like that's a pet peeve of mine like if you see a mark on my face if you see like a scratch on my arm if you see it do you it's my arm it's my face do you not think i saw it when i woke up right like Like, don't try to minimize me to make yourself look better don't don't do that ever because you can have a pimple on your face the next day, just like I have one on my face right now. Right. So I just, that's just like another, like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like that's just someone trying to break other people down. That's, that's yeah. a huge pet peeve. Like, that's, that's a quick way to make me upset. <laughs> to make me upset. Like, because quick. it's like we said, negative people just don't, aren't worth it. They're not really ever worth it, to be honest. Exactly. Throw negative people in the trash. If you know someone negative, leave them alone. You don't have yeah. to talk to them. 
Right. It doesn't mean you have to hard ghost them anyways. Like, I don't think that would be rude. I mean, sometimes, exactly. like, you just have to let it go and know, like, this was just not for me. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with choosing yourself over others. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. If you feel like someone is bringing your de- energy down, making you feel bad all the time, it might be time to make that cut. Put them off. Let them and it might be hard, but it's what's best for you. Right. Them staying around isn't going to help. At I'm all. Just be for real. Yeah. You're really dropping like little nuggets of knowledge over here. You know me. <laughs> so, Monet, do you have, what are your last nuggets? You know, like your final like takeaway. We want to, this is what we want everyone to take away from this episode. They don't take anything else away. Okay, I want everyone to remember to protect your peace, mm-hmm. choose yourself, mm-hmm. um, and create positive um ways to um create positive ways to of self expression, positive ways to you know spend time with yourself, positive ways to build confidence, positive ways to uplift yourself, all that good stuff. And um, I want them to remember that nothing is wrong with putting your phone on do not disturb. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. It's taking time for yourself. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Thank you, Monet. You're welcome. Thank you. And thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad we got to do this. Oh, You're welcome. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. This is so good. I'm so happy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Renee, and thank you, the listener, for listening to the end. We was talking all right. <laughs> and I thought you heard every single word. If you didn't, rewind it. Money dropping <laughs> nuggets of knowledge. Thanks, management. Nuggets. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Melanie Educated, and we hope to hear no we hope you hear us next time i'm not gonna hear you i don't know what you're saying okay. <laughs> bye bye